quiet your mind. Ever since the Earth has circled the sun, there have been fantastic tales of wonder and mystery that the faint of heart dare not discuss. But two brave, uninformed souls have the brass to tackle every extraordinary happenstance from the modern age to the dawn of Mantis. Welcome to Dawn of Mantis, random name, random podcast. Joe, how are you doing? Oh, 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 oh he's starting already. Welcome starting to already. episode 33 of the Dawn of Mantis podcast. So I was just telling Joe that I looked up our analytics and we don't have any listeners that um, are French, or at least from that country. Now, maybe French listeners that are French Americans. Oh, I should have looked up Canada. French Canadians. Ooh. Ooh, I didn't look that up. I think we do have some Canadians, some <laughs> Knuckleheads. Stupid no. Americans. I love Canadians, actually. I do. There's. I want to move to Canada. There's actually a lot of uh, uh, stand-ups that are awesome. Yeah. Uh, SNL people. Uh, anyway. Not to uh, mention some amazing television programs like Schitt's Creek. Uh, oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Letterkenny. That's a yeah. Canadian Letterken- show. Yeah, for sure. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Figured out. Figured out. <laughs> Hard new. Okay. <laughs> so here we are. Episode 43. Is that correct? We. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, why don't you tell everyone why you're crapping on our French friends? Today in Don of Mantis Podcast Studios, we are eating on the baguettes and souffles and a French toast. Right. And we, we defecate on the American flag. Stupid Americans. Uh, oh. <laughs> Definitely okay. did. We did not do but that. But we did not do that. D- you, you forget of the best thing that the French ever brought to us. Not the Statue of Liberty. Harry The armpits. French kiss oh the french kiss it's funny how i forgot about that statue of liberty thing. <laughs> it's like forget about that the french yeah. kiss you know yeah i mean that's did you get the joke in uh honey i shrink the kids at the beginning where he gave the girl cpr when she fell in the water and he's like where'd you learn to do that and he said french class oh. and the kid the kid didn't get it but then at the end of the movie it was like the credits all went by and then the kid was like, oh, French class. I get it. <laughs> so anyway, um, I don't know that yeah. I got it. I don't think I was a little kid when I first watched it. I wonder if the French hate America as much as I have been led to believe they do. That's the only reason I, reason I said the thing about the American flag. But maybe they don't hate us that much. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Maybe not anymore. I don't know. I think we're friends for sure. But I think it's kind of one of those like friends where, you know, you don't care to, you know, be rough on the other one, say some bad things about the other one because they yeah. know you're going to they're going to say bad things about you. So you're just like, oh, that's all right. You know, yeah. that, that type of friendship. Yeah. The type of friendship that could never really ever go anywhere. <laughs> you know, you could never be best friends because you're like, man, remember all that bad stuff he said about me? Oh, so no. Be best or friends with him. like me and any girl in high school that would talk to me. <laughs> just never more than friends. Is that what you mean? No, no, I don't mean go anywhere as far as like a relationship, <laughs> but I, I was really talking about strictly like friend, friend, you right? Know? Not like opposite sex or same sex, if that's your thing. But what I'm saying is like, you know, we'll never be super close friends, but we're friends, you know? Right. Yeah. 
That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. French. France. I wonder if everyone's wondering why the hell we've been talking about France for several minutes. I don't know. We've been dangling that out there for five minutes. Dangling that carrot or that. What's a French equivalent to the carrot? Dangling that baguette out there. (laughs) You said it Baguette. (laughs) That French fry. We're, We're... we're, you can't see us, but we're dressed as mimes. <laughs> we got, we are, we are for sure. We're wearing berets and black and white striped shirts, and I'm in a box. In a box, yeah, yeah. Think outside in of the a, box. In a box of emotions. That's right. So the reason we're talking about France, let me put my other notes aside. All right, because I've been so proactive, I've got enough notes for like the next two or three episodes. All right, man. that's cool. But Proactive to, is not a French word. No. That's a little fact, though. Started to throw out there. That is a uh, an acne medication. Yeah. yeah. Also. I bet it has Greek roots. <laughs> anyway. I bet it has blonde roots. Anyway, <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> but um, the man, the gentleman, if you want to, I don't know if I'd call him a gentleman, person, the, the person that we're going to be talking about tonight was a very interesting dude in history and uh yeah obviously from france okay he was born in the late 1700s in france and i've had it in mind to do an episode on, on this guy for like seven or eight months and finally got around to doing it um i've known about him forever i can't remember where i first found out about him but i used to tell my daughter stories about this guy and i mean it was like the boogeyman Oh. And it was actually scary, you know, very, very scary to her as a kid. And the French boogeyman, the French boogeyman. Yeah. He jumps out there and he says, Abbe! I don't know. There's going to be so many bad French jokes <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I hope I read those uh, analytics right. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're like live uh, feed analytics. You can see the little lights in France just going off. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, We're losing them. We're losing them. Johnny, get him there. Start saying something self-serving. <laughs> but tonight, we're going to be talking about a man named, and it's either Tarar or Tarara. I, I like the second one. I'm going to use the second one, T-A-R-R-A-R-E, okay. if anyone wants to Google him or look him up. or Obviously, obviously there's no pictures, but there are drawings. Yeah. There's drawings yeah. of what if it's what he looked like. Yep. So I let's like talk it. about it. No, you want British. I know, right? I'm better at the British. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Like so it. Tarara was a very interesting character in history, born in the French countryside near Lyon. That's what I'm guessing. I'm going to I'm going to every French word I'm saying Excuse like that, okay? You. Yeah. <laughs> Many mysteries surround the man, including the exact date of his birth and even his actual name. It is thought that maybe Tarara, Tarara that is, may have been just a, a nickname and is generally accepted that he was born around 1772. As the boy grew, it didn't take long for folks to notice he was no ordinary human being. Tarara had a fierce and insatiable appetite. Even as a youngster, he could eat his own body weight in beef. In fact, he ate so much that by the time he was a teenager, his parents could no longer afford to feed him and themselves, so they kicked the boy out. Mm. That Hey, nature versus nurture. There's the there's the non non nurture. So I, I my foreshadowing skills detect that something bad's gonna happen from this guy. And you said the boogeyman thing, so obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> he wasn't a cannibal, was he? Uh we'll get into that. Okay. Because <laughs> I just thought of a of kind of a funny show that could that could spawn from his you know, 
uh, from from him being a cannibal. <laughs> Join he, us next he, week he, on Turrera. Yeah, but it's he eats toddlers, so it's toddlers and oh, toddlers and Terreras. Oh, you're amazing! Oh my god, toddlers and Terrara. That is amazing. <laughs> that's that's not that's not funny. No, and that's laughing. hilarious. <laughs> that's sad. It's hilarious uh, it's because it's very sad. It's like a dead baby joke. Oh, dude. Well, later on, you're going to understand why ex- that's exactly so hilarious. Okay, I'm ready. Tarara would spend the next few years as a vagabond, traveling with a roving band of thieves and prostitutes, begging for and often stealing food throughout the small towns that I've dotted seen it a hundred times. French countryside. <laughs> you know. They say every guy ought to go into the army as a youngster. I say every guy ought to spend a few years with with whores and prostitutes. Yeah, I've been saying that for decades. (laughs) Under my breath. And then after that, after a strict six-month regimen of penicillin and other drugs to get you cleaned up, boom, you re-released into society. Well-rounded individual. Exactly. Yep. But by the end of the 1780s, Tarara had learned to profit from his grotesque abilities and disturbing appearance by performing his gluttonous feats for paying crowds of disgusted onlookers. Now, before I describe exactly what he was able to do, let's set the scene a little better by first describing in detail what Tarara looked like. Okay, I'm ready. Tarara was, despite his ravenous appetite and inhuman eating abilities, a slender man. Not slender man, but a slender man okay. of barely 100 pounds. He was of average height and had unusually soft, wispy hair. Mm. Doesn't sound too bad, right? No. But before you start thinking he doesn't sound so bad, Tarara also had an abnormally wide, lipless mouth full of teeth stained nearly black. When he hadn't eaten, his skin hung loose about his body. His cheeks dangled from his jowls and that hung like elephant ears, but also stretched enough to allow him to infit to fit entire basketfuls of apples in his mouth. I love the You're look really on your painting face. a picture. The skin around his waist would lie in a flap over the top of his trousers, so much so that he could pull the skin all the way around to his back, displaying the bony outline of his ribs and sternum. Wow. You're an artist with the fonts, sir. <laughs> hey, look at me! I pull my skin flap back around like... Oh, did you hear me? I, sw- I switched into Scottish right at you the end. You went to Fat Bastard. I for did. A second. Damn it. I, sh- I, need- I should have worked on my French accent. <laughs> no, you're good. You're I good. can make like a flesh butterfly out of my skin flaps above my ass crack. And they bought him. <laughs> How- <laughs> However, after, have- after having eaten, his stomach would bulge and protrude larger than that of a fully pregnant woman. But only briefly. Oh, <laughs> A few of the physicians that were curious enough who studied him at the time noted that shortly after having his fill, Tarar would rush to the toilet and evacuate nearly the entire contents of his bowels, leaving behind a mess that was called, and I quote, fetid beyond all conception. I just wonder if that was a, some some legend or if that was true. I wonder that about a lot of these. Oh, yeah, for sure. I a mean, lot of these facts. So quote. much time. We're so far removed from the actual time. <clears throat> yeah. But, hey, uh, there has to be some grain of truth in there, you know? Yeah. To kind of build around, hopefully. I bet there's a lot of characters in history like that where it just gets larger and larger. And oh, yeah. Like Paul Bunyan was nine feet tall. Yeah, had, oh, yeah. Had knees yeah. as big as bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know. I've heard that bedtime tale. I don't think I've ever heard anyone exaggerate their knees. <laughs> he's got huge knees. They're freaking gigantic. Looks like he's got pillows in his pants. His knee. He has huge knees. How big were they? <laughs> oh, damn. I couldn't think of anything to go after that. I no, wish I could. I couldn't. If I were a smarter man. Bowling balls, I said. <laughs> also... After eating, Tarara would often become very lethargic and would pass out, after which he would belch loudly and make odd swallowing gestures with his mouth and throat. Mm. So I got a visual image of that. Gross. And speaking of throat, when Tarara would open his gaping mouth, <laughs> one could see directly into his stomach through the cavernous passageway that was his esophagus. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think if that's possible, but maybe. And if his appearance weren't enough to revolt folks, I'm trying not to laugh. With even the strongest of constant constitutions, there was also his odor. An odor so foul that one French military surgeon claimed he couldn't get any closer than 20 paces without being completely overcome by it. It, <laughs> it was described as a thick, powerful stench that rivaled that of raw sewage that literally burned the nose and Tarara would also sweat heavily and all the time and just like that foul stench the sweating got worse after he'd eaten it is said that one could even see a visible vapor coming off Tarara after he had filled his giant bloated distended belly I wonder if anyone's listening to this on their lunch break <laughs> I'm, I'm about having it expecting it to be a prank like you have so much enthusiasm for it i just and like you're gonna be like gotcha just do it there's this none of this ever happened <laughs> i wrote all this see how long you'd go for it and finally it is said that he usually had dark bloodshot eyes and was always hot to the touch if you were ever unfortunate to get that close uh as if we couldn't describe a more repulsive human being tarara also suffered from nearly constant diarrhea mm. Just to put the cherry on top of the cake. He also worked at the DMV. He's <laughs> a really bad guy. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I could forgive all of it, but he's a real jerk. He worked at the FDMV, the French Department of Mother Vehicle. Which they didn't have yet. Department of Horse and Carriages. <laughs> they have not invented the Fiat yet. <laughs> They will, and everyone, the world will be impressed. Is that a French car, the Fiat? I think so. I hope so. Sounds like it. That's the only way the joke works. Yeah. Okay, so now that we have a good mental picture of the man, let's get into exactly what he ate at these putrid demonstrations. Can't wait. Tarara <laughs> would eat literally anything you put in front of him and was fond of live animals, snakes, kittens, puppies and even an eel were, were all eaten alive and swallowed whole he'd also swallow stones entire baskets of apples and corks once during a performance tarara collapsed and had to be carried to the nearby hotel hospital where it was discovered <laughs> i just imagine french people just yelling everything all the time that's that sounds like the hospital they take you to for that because <laughs> it's all yeah to me <laughs> what is wrong with this man we don't know he's eating a bunch of shit in the town square and all of a sudden got a huge belly. The other the ones. French word for shit is. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. I know German word is scheisse. Yeah. Uh, we should Google that. Here, I will. Okay. Keep, keep going. I'll right. look that up. Uh, it was discovered after getting to the Hotel D that uh, Deuce, the Hotel Deuce, wouldn't that be ironic? Because he had a bowel extruption and he had to be uh, treated with laxatives. 
That's why. That's why it'd be ironic. That's the joke, people. I get you. Okay. Uh, in, <laughs> in 1792, Tarara joined the French Revolutionary Army. He quickly discovered that the military's daily rations were nowhere near what he required to keep his hunger at bay. He started doing other soldiers' work in return for their rations and would also rummage through the garbage for scraps. One account claims the lack of food and extra labor caused him to succumb to exhaustion and he was placed in a military hospital. Another claims he was purposefully pulled from the regiment. <laughs> That's it? No, it's not. It's S-H-E-E-T? Sheet? It's it's S-A-E-E-D. What? Yeah, like Sid or something Sid. like that. Something like this that. This man is he's full of Sid. He has a barrel extraction. <laughs> Take him to the Hotel Deuce. Or the hospital. The hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Said. Well, no, then no, no, I'm finding other things, too. Okay. I'm finding, like, M-E-R-D-E, Murde, or something like that. Murde? Yeah. Murder. Uh, Wait, here it is. Malda. Yeah. So that's the, the word for feces. What do you think this is? What? Uh, that mean horny. I don't no. know. <laughs> what does that mean? That's F-E-C-K. Ooh, pretend. But let's put that together with the other thing. And here, if you want to say effing shiz, here's how you say it in French. Ready? Pretend the merde. This is a bunch of pretend, but... Pretend the merde. Merde. This is for F's <clears throat> sake. Poldel de merde. There you go. For F's hey, sake. Hey, hey, watch your language. Hey, Paisan. That's now Italian. we have to put an E on this because <laughs> we were explicit, not in English, but we're, do we have to put the E? I don't know. Uh, no. I, to, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to. Only people in Canada that's, and France. That's explicit for English. Petunda Malda. We should have the dirtiest podcast ever. We should cuss <laughs> in other languages the whole time. <laughs> and then some 10-year-old kid will find it and be like, I love it. Yeah. It's so edgy. Yeah. Some some smart kid in some other country that learns like multiple languages. Yeah. Do you know it's weird that apparently English is slowly becoming like the universal language. A lot of other countries that um, their education system is superior. Mm -hmm. um, they know that you should teach those other other languages early, and they know how marketable you are, and how more of you're you're more of a global citizen if you can know English and your home language you're for yeah because even you know your uh, your uh, native language so uh and some of the kids that excel you know way above that you know learn five or six languages dude can you imagine yeah i can't imagine I mean, no i cannot i can't i mean i can't imagine that's that, that that'd be so cool that'd be yeah. so awesome yeah i don't know i was gonna go somewhere. Uh, so there's there's uh a couple documentaries but the one and and I don't like the guy, the the Moore guy that 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 does. Oh all yeah, the Michael crazy. Moore. Yeah, I don't love him, but I don't hate him. But he does have a documentary called "Where to Invade Next," <laughs> and, and basically it's ideas stealing ideas from other countries. And they have they have a piece on some other some some other education systems in some other countries, and they kind of show how that day looks, and it's. Almost nothing like how our day looks in our I'm schools. sure. It's, I would say this, kids, 
kids, well, not kids. Let's start from the leaders. Teachers are inspired. Like instead of it being some teacher that should have retired 10 years ago and bitter and scorned (laughs) for whatever reason, they're not that way because I think society has made them not that way because they're an, it's an honor. It's like in our country, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Doctor, lawyer, vet. It's like all these awesome things, right? You have to, I mean, if someone says teacher, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's a letdown, obviously. But in those other countries, it's not. That's yeah. a prestigious, just right up there, a doctor and lawyer. Yeah. They're respected. It's it's positivity. The kids are positive. Time's not wasted. Once you've learned something, you've learned it, and you move on to something you're interested in. Like, it's not, well, you have to sit in this class for 50 minutes. And, oh, you got the content that I was going to deliver? Okay, well, sit there, <clears throat> read a book while I teach the rest of the kids that are that didn't get it right yeah. away. Yeah. It's it's that kid gets up and goes somewhere else. Like yeah. they got what they needed. Yeah, exactly. And the, and it's like and it's like some of them are and this isn't from that documentary. This is just from research that we've done. Some of them are some schools do this approach which is which is incredibly awesome. On a Monday, you might make your schedule for the entire week. The kid, the kid goes in and with a digital system says, okay, well, I, I got a bad grade in science or not really a bad grade in science. Like I did a practice assessment on this thing in science and I need these skills. Oh, there's a lab at two on Tuesday. Okay. I need to click. I need to take that. Wow. Oh, I'm having a little bit of trouble in math. Oh, there's a teacher at this time that's teaching this subject or this skill. Click on that. I need some independent time. Cause I got a big project coming up. I'll cut me, I'll get me a few blocks of independent time here. And it's like they go in the school and the kids all go where they need to go. That's crazy. Yeah. It's not like there is some lecture, but it's all like everyone that's in there needs that lecture, you know. And then the rest of the time they have their own individual projects, like research projects, almost like you do in comp one and comp two in college. Like you pick a topic that you like and you research it, you know, I don't know. That's I awesome. Went way too long on this. But no, I don't think so. It's just if people say, "What's wrong with the American education system?" We need less structure from the top down to where they trust they trust teachers to do the right thing, and they trust administrators. And we need a way to one fire a teacher easily, easily that needs fired, and two pay a teacher that needs paid. Like right now, it's very hard to mess with those two systems. If a teacher wanted to come in and squat and do very little, they could retire and have a 25-year career of barely doing anything. Really? Just enough, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you'd have another teacher that would try a lot, but they would make the same money, you know? So what it needs to be is like, we need to be able to get rid of them. The system protects bad teachers right now. They protect good teachers too, but they protect bad the teachers. Bad teachers that are lumped in. They there won't too. try. Yeah, it, it's all. It all goes back to, you know, lawyers, uh, teacher credit unions, and teacher, you know, unions, and all this stuff. Um, anyway, 
that's all I've said about that. You, we were having a fun time, and I totally brought it down. No, man, that's fun. No, you didn't bring it down at all. But, but one, one, one of the points that you have through there, I just had to touch back on this. It really didn't have to do with teachers, but you said no, yeah. the doctor and lawyer thing. Yeah. <clears throat> have you noticed that around here it seems to be more, from what I've seen, I think it's mainly the people themselves that hold themselves in the higher esteem oh, sure. of this, these sure. professions. Uh, but firefighters mm-hmm. and uh, most of all, by a mile, linemen. You know yeah. the people that work on repair the the uh, the electric lines and power lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I say I that. What you're saying? How many vehicles have you seen where the back glass has this giant sticker that says "lineman"? Uh, oh yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, God made Earth in seven days. On the eighth yeah. day, He made lineman. I've seen that one. one. Another one said "proud wife of a lineman." Another one has a picture of a utility pole, and it said like "lineman forever." I'm like, man, these guys. Do not have self self esteem problems whatsoever. No. Well, it's one of those things, though. I mean, I, I've I've known some of them, and they work long hours. And like, if New Orleans gets a hurricane, a lot of them will drive down there. Of course, they make good money to do that. So it's like a cultured thing, sort of. There's a, there's like a yeah. I, I, I mean, know. I think they work pretty hard. Yeah, from what I know. And I'm not saying they don't. I just you're you, just saying that's the only profession kind of, that I see that is. They celebrate themselves as much as they do. Yeah, it's like, like you a don't little see, club or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you don't see sticker like stickers like garbage man. You know, it's like God made garbage man on the eighth day, then rested, and yeah, proud wife of a wife, garbage man. Wife of a garbage man. And I know You're that right about that. I know You're that right. it sucks to lose electricity. Like yeah. if our electricity goes out within five minutes, I'm like, we are in the stone age. We need to draw straws on who's going to eat who first. Yeah, I'm going to lose why my that mind. Is. I wonder but, why that is. Hey, if you're a lineman, message us. We want to talk to you. We want to know why why you have the culture that you have, and that's, you know, we're not going to But knock as far it. as, like, look, it does suck to go without electricity. Sure. But we lived for hundreds of thousands of years without electricity. Now, why don't you see, like, guys in my profession, like water guys, have those stickers? Because you can't live that damn long without water. No, that's true. If you water true. go, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just... It's so weird how out of all the professions, I guess it's that because one particularly, you know, you know, they have the ages, they have the bronze age and the, you know, iron age. And, you know, right now we're in some kind of techie age, you know, yeah, the digital techie digital. Yeah. So, you know, the electricity and all that stuff. And hey, so I wonder if that's what it is. I, you know, I got to say this, too. There's not enough money on this planet to get me to get up on a pole and mess with <laughs> enough electricity yeah. to barbecue my ass. Yeah. So dudes, more power to you. Yeah. But that was just something. I well, I will say that the guy that I, the guy that I'm thinking of that was a lineman that I've used to talk to. Um, I don't think he had the stickers. <laughs> he was oh, really? just kind of a result of the earth type guy. There's even um, a, a country singer. He's local. Cause he plays the same dives. Yeah. We do in, the same, in the same casinos. Um, so they have a lineman song. Oh, he is a lineman. Oh, okay. And he has a song called "The Lineman Stomp." Okay. And he has one of those stickers on his guitar. Okay. So he's really damn proud of being a lineman. Yeah. I mean, he's incredibly proud. I mean, he'll let you know any moment. Yeah. That you speak to him, that he's a lineman. Well, hey. So maybe but, maybe they're just ahead of the curve. Maybe everyone should have stickers of their profession. Like maybe everyone should be proud of what they do so much that they're willing to show that off. Maybe they're just. You know, maybe we should all do that. I'm going to get a sticker on my back glass of a, of a guy like polishing a turd <laughs> since I work in, I run a wastewater plant. You don't polish turds though. 
No. How do you know? Maybe I do. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think you would. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, you know, you, you taketh from the city and then you giveth back through the, you know, that's something that the, you, you take from, I mean, like you give to the house, but you don't like take the waste electricity back. Yeah. You know, it's not waste. electricity. So I'm you a, do, you do two, you do two duties. I oh, know. Duties. Yeah. No, but seriously, think about that. I'm going to make my own. Yeah. I take 600,000 gallons of putrid raw sewage every day and turn it into completely clean water that, yeah. that animals and fish can live yeah. in. Technically you could drink it and it'd be okay, but I wouldn't. I, I think this, I'm, I mean, I think. I'm kind of old fashioned when it comes to this. Everyone that does anything should be proud of what they do. And if you're not proud of what you do, find something else and then be proud of that. Exactly. And look right? at you. Look at you. You need a sticker. For the love of Christ, you take you take children. That's the sticker I want. And teach no. them. <laughs> yeah, for the love of Christ. You take children well, no, and mold I, their minds. I actually, no, I, I don't really directly teach them. I'm actually not even a teacher. I'm what they call a facilitator, where I just facilitate their learning. Well, you facilitate provide. the shit out of those kids, man. <laughs> you need a sticker as well. I don't like how you put that. No, that's, did that not sound very good? <laughs> that, that type of humor is the same. It's the, it's the same type of humor that's in School of Rock when, when the guy's like, I've touched your kids and, and, I'm, and, and I'm pretty sure they've, they've touched, touched me. me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are those kids have touched me and I'm pretty sure I've touched them. Yeah. Or something like the that. parents are like mortified. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it coming from Jack Black. So <laughs> anyway, so let's go back to France. Oh, we oui, be 1700s. Yeah. So I'll, I'll back up and recap just on the two sentences before. Okay. In, in 1792 Tarara, joined the French Revolutionary Army. He quickly discovered that the military's daily rations were nowhere near what he required to keep his hunger at bay. He started doing other soldiers' work in return for their rations and would also rummage through the garbage for scraps. One account claims the lack of food and extra labor caused him to succumb to uh, exhaustion and he was placed in a military hospital. Another claims he was purposefully pulled from the regiment and placed in hospital because of his foul stench and nauseating eating habits uh, were, you know... Basically, just disgusting his fellow soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. So, that was probably, it was probably the second one. I mean, all party tricks can only go so far, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, look what he swallowed. Terraria can fart the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> That's right. I hey, I feel like to, if this guy was alive today, other than what he's gonna do later that you haven't talked about yet, I feel like he'd be a good Howard Stern guest. Oh my God, Mister Methane. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. There's one called. Uh, Frankie the farter or something one time. He was pretty good. <laughs> fart on command. But like he didn't, it wasn't technically a fart. He would actually pull air in mm-hmm. and push it back out. Like <clears throat> like mm-hmm. pull it in through the anus and push it back out. Uh, Mr. Methane calls it sphinct- sphincteral voicing or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, because he's British. He's like, the technical term is sphincteral voicing. Yeah, because it, it kind of. <laughs> I will say, being a purist, I will say it takes some of the some of the coolness out of it because it's not like it's not like gases built up from your stomach processing and your it's not like you know it's some it takes some of the science out of it. Well, and also it takes some of the magic out. <laughs> it really a fart is you really hilarious. Had a disappointed look on your face when you said that. <laughs> 
take some of the magic out. Farts are hilarious because you never know when you're, g- you're going to get one. They're like little happy unicorns. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. You yeah, know, it, it, yeah, it's like if Santa Claus comes every day, all of a sudden you're like, who's that? Who, who's who that cares? that fat guy? Who cares? Yeah. And if you can just blow out a toot anytime yeah. you want, uh, come on, it takes away the, no, it takes the magic away. It's not and whenever they aren't, like, whenever there's not a billion particles floating <laughs> through the air. <laughs> Um, you clever son of a bitch. That was so good. When it's just air, there's no particles of. Yes. Yeah. That's not cool. That's not cool either. Yeah. So, yeah, Mr. Methane, I mean, we respect your abilities. Yeah. But you're taking the magic out of the it's Yeah. The, the art. You're taking the magic out. Where's the magic? Yeah. You're taking the magic out. If the, Oh, we should have a hashtag no merda, no magic. <laughs> no magic. Exactly. That's a t-shirt we could sell <laughs> on our website. So no matter how he ended up off the front lines and in the hospital, uh, the physicians in charge of Tarara were Dr. Baron Percy and a Dr. Corville. And it is from their notes that we get much of our information about him and the delightful details about his odor and appearance from earlier that came from their medical notes. They were fascinated by Tarara and gained permission to study him and test his limits. On one occasion, enough rations for 15 soldiers were placed in front of Tarara, and to the amazement of the hospital staff, he gulped them all down with ease. (laughs) As the experiments became more and more extreme, Tarara was even given a live cat to eat, which he did, first by disemboweling it with his stained teeth, then drinking all of its blood before picking the skeleton clean of all flesh and sinew. The <laughs> I don't know if I like this guy. <laughs> the only thing he didn't keep down was the fur, which he promptly hacked up after finishing. Furball. Furball. I mean, that's Fur according ball. to the notes, man. Yeah. Yeah. We had a cat one time that used to do that in the middle of the night. It was like, yeah, it was bad. How many it, times? So you've you've cat owner, right? Yeah. How many times you're sitting somewhere in the house and you hear that... Yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh, that's oh. terrible. And and the race begins. Yeah, You're like you got to grab the cat, run yeah. it through the oh, house, yeah. stick it in yeah. the front yard before it happens. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's a fun game at our house. I, I think I remember <laughs> one time it that happened, and I ran it out and I set it in the yard, and then never brought it in again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a yard cat. Uh huh. After yeah. that, I yeah. understand. It's like you can survive out here. I'll still feed you, and you can hunt a little bit. You'll probably do. Be, you'll be doing better than you were. You have more food now. <laughs> the world is your the refrigerator world. and your litter box. Yeah, and the litter box. Yeah, the world is your. Litter Sorry box. for giving you freedom. <laughs> Something we've been fighting for ever since the 1700s. Yeah, you're welcome, France. Yeah, we had a hand That's in that, right? right? That's right. The Statue so. of Liberty is there holding the torch for you. <laughs> you're free, cat. So, oh, the terreur. That's right. Get all rashes for 15 soldiers and the pussy. <laughs> I'm too much fun. I, I became podcast soundboard guy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be like, it's going to be like, I'm in a Joe in the morning. And all these ridiculous sound effects. And <laughs> That's, he pisses me off. In the machine. That's like people talking about me. Okay. He keeps doing the soundboard stuff. Hey, put in Dawn of Mantis just to see what that is in, Fr- in French. I don't know that I can do that. On you don't know? Okay. I just thought that'd be cool because I, I would say that now from now on. Okay. Hey, no, I can do that. In you Google can? Translate, yeah. 
But go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Uh, the, exper- the experiments continued for months until General Alexander de <laughs> Boharnes, Boharnes, whatever, came up with a suggestion. Why not find a way to use Terrar's disgusting talents to their advantage? At this time, France was at war with Prussia, and uh, the general wondered if Terrara could swallow a small wooden box containing secret messages and act as a secret courier spy to get the content across enemy ah, lines. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Did you Turn find him it? into like a mule. At first, he thought maybe he could store the box in his anus, but then decided... <laughs> anus? You think that's what it is? His anus. We'll check that, too. <laughs> it ought to be. <laughs> and then... Wait, 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 wait. Dawn of Mantis. Undemont? Yeah. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Undemont. <laughs> I was right. I was Anus. just being a prick, and it was true. Anus. Anus. Okay. All right, I love that. Anus. And the wait, what was Dawn of Mantis again? Oh, how? Undemont. Undemont. This is just fun. We should do a trip. Undemont. Hello and welcome to Undemont. Well, here we go. This is how it'd be all together. Welcome to Undemont. What? You lost me. There's some lube in there somewhere. <laughs> so it's Vavu Lume de Mont. It's no, like Bienvenue or something like that. Oh, well. They. It's just welcome to added like 37 more syllables to the damn thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but we can't we can't criticize other languages because we have some really crappy stuff. We do. You know, the whole homophones and homographs and, you know, the same way. Hey, now, I ain't, I ain't good with homophones. I don't know about <laughs> you, but uh, I'm just kidding. I'm what they call a homophobe or a homonymophobe. What? Homonymophobe. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a heterophone, man. <laughs> There was a guy at my uh, work. This has been way back, but it wasn't me that w- that did it, but they told me about it. He was not the sharpest tool in the shed, I guess. I didn't know the guy that well, but they were telling him, apparently they were telling him, you know, you're a, uh, 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 oh, God damn it. What's the, what are we? We're homo, homo, uh, homo. Sapiens. Homo sapiens, yes. I had a total brain fart there. Uh, he said, you know, you're homo sapien, right? And the guy got just furious. He's like, oh. No, I ain't no homo sapien. He's like, yeah, you are. You're homo sapien. He's like, I swear to God, man, you're about to piss me off. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Them fighting words. I'm a hetero sapien, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> was different being what? I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to. I was trying to break that away. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. All right. So we continue. Yes. Go. Un, un demand. With these, oh, do it one time. Are you doing it? No. Oh, I saw your no, finger go down no, to the keyboard. No, no, no. With these special talents came rewards. And after Tarara successfully swallowed the wooden box in a demonstration for the generals, he was given, here we are, 30 pounds of raw bull, lung, and liver, which he immediately devoured, turning the stomachs of his commanding officers. Tarara had gone from vagrant to sideshow freak to lab rat to French spy. So it's kind of like, you know, that movie, A Beautiful Mind, except his is just like a beautiful stomach. <laughs> <laughs> a beautiful gullet. 
What we need? Do we need someone super smart? Uh, super smart code breaker? No, 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 no. That's not what we need. We just need somebody that can swallow things. <laughs> that will be the difference maker. We need the man who can swallow sensitive information <laughs> and then shite them out on the other side. I went Irish again. Damn it. Well, it's okay. I went Irish again. I mean, you're at least. You're at least to the east. He's somewhere. like, he's half French, half Irish. <laughs> Every time he talks, it starts out French and then he goes Irish. Like, he's Irish. <laughs> that's, that was, that's over there. That's probably considered racist. Uh, maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry. Around 19, uh, 19, around 1793, Terrar lived for another 200 years. <laughs> wow. Damn. Around- Biblical times. <laughs> It's Old Testament stuff. Yeah, he lived 887 years. Yeah. Around 1793, roughly a year after joining the French military, Tirara was given a small wooden box containing a note to swallow and carry in his stomach across enemy lines to a French colonel imprisoned by the Prussians near Neustadt. However, after I was really, I know I can't help it. After uh, entering enemy territory, Tarar attracted the attention of the locals almost immediately. Let's think about this. No shit. (laughs) Think about, think about a few minutes ago, the description of his appearance. Couldn't, wouldn't somebody like (laughs) clean him up and like make him look more presentable, you know, and then that way, or just like make him look normal and then send him in. Maybe so. Yeah. But I mean like the wide mouth and the weird, Body shape and black, you know, like the bloodshot yeah, eyes. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. So it's, I think a hat, you know, maybe, and a beard <laughs> yeah. would maybe mask some of that. Yeah. And They should have painted him up like a mime. It's yeah, France, right? Yeah. Isn't like every other person is dressed like in That's white true. makeup and a mime? That's I don't what know I've, how old that is, but I don't even <laughs> think it's pretty old. Maybe not back to the 1700s. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> so he, w- he was found out, right? Yeah, he, was, he attracted the locals' attention immediately. And they alerted Prussian authorities. Tarara was captured and interrogated by the Prussians who whipped and beat him for nearly a full day before he finally broke down and he gave him the details of his mission. And they made him cough up the box, right? Uh, he was chained to a latrine and eventually passed the wooden box he had admitted to snuggle, snuggling. <laughs> <laughs> I love this box. Ah, my precious. Yeah, that's right. Wooden box. I'll poop you out and save the war. No, um, that he was, yeah, smuggled. And I, I, I read somewhere that he was chained there for like 30 hours. But if he had chronic diarrhea all the time, I'm thinking that thing, it was all he could do to keep it in. Yeah, probably. Wanted. Yeah. 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 Why didn't he just give up sooner? I don't know. Poor yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, however, it turned out that although Tarara seemed to be sane and of average intelligence, the general was still reluctant to use him to transport sensitive information without a test run. So, unbeknownst to Tarara, the note in the box contained nothing more than a request that the captured colonel confirmed he had received the note. So it was just like, hey, did you get this? Oh, That's all that it was. was a it, test. Yeah, it wasn't any sensitive information or anything at all. Oh, man. Yeah. All that ought to be interrogated and t- for, chained for to a toilet. For nothing. Golly, man. Beat this, the head, they beat the shit out of him. Probably this guy's not the, Yeah, they did, actually. This guy's not doesn't sound very lucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Obvious. Ba, ba, ba. Oh. Well, you know what? He ate a cat. So it's not like I'm like, man, I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> I don't like cats, but I'm not going to eat one. Yeah. I don't hate cats. I just don't want to own one. Yeah. But I wouldn't eat one. Yeah. That's why I draw the line. I got 
I got three cats. You yeah. Know yeah. Two of them we've had for nine and eight years. And then the other one came with the house. Yeah. When we bought this house, like the third day we were living here, this big fat ass black and white cat, you know, what was that? Seven and a half. You're reading through the listing. You're looking (laughs) cat, cat. No, it doesn't say cat anywhere. It's like 2,200 square feet, three bedroom. It comes with cat. Furnished with cat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say the thing that saves me is YouTube. Every once in a while, I want to get my cat fix on. And you just watch funny cat video oh, compilation. So yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, it is it is so good. Yeah. So, yeah, if it wasn't for YouTube, I'd probably have a cat because they are pretty funny. Like when they crouch down and they wiggle the little butts and then they jump on something. Yeah, oh, yeah. So cute. Yeah, I like the one where there's the cabinet and there's the cat sitting <laughs> by the cabinet and the random paw comes out of the cabinet and slaps them. just them. bitch slaps Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. Jerk move. So... Tiraro was released eventually and allowed to return to France, but only after further physical and mental abuse by the Prussians. The ordeal left him so traumatized that once he was back in France, he was not forced to return to military duty. Instead, he was again placed under the care of Dr. Percy, who was now intent on finding a cure for him instead of, you know, just testing his limits. Yeah, I'm sure that all messed with his head a lot. And he's like, man, I just I don't think I could eat cats anymore. (laughs) It's just, I don't know. Hey, we'll be back right after this. More with the the great Tarara Merdell. All right, we are back. That little track playing, that's a little collaboration between Trent Reznor and Barry Manilow on a new album coming out. <laughs> hey, guys. It's called Get Your, Get Your Guns. That was... Ivan Ivan made that. Yeah, it's, it was real simple. Real Dude, simple. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Who's a little transition thing? So... We need some more of those. This episode so, of Dawn of Mantis is brought to you by the hit new TLC series, Toddlers in Tirara. <laughs> Watch how this bloated gas bag eats his way through hilarity. <laughs> Would that be on TLC? I It'd don't know. I don't want to get sued. Probably. That's not, yeah. 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 Hey, uh, I will tell you one thing. There was a time when uh, TLC was an awesome channel. When it first came out on cable, I remember had a that. bunch of learning programs, science shows, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. DIY, like you can cut with a scroll saw and make a nice little bench for your um, blankets and stuff. Yeah. But now it's like Cheerleader Madness 7. <laughs> Whoa, that sounds like a totally different film. It's like, you know, the cheerleader, like the 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 woman and the moms are all fighting and it's like about the cheerleading oh, okay. and stuff. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. I what thought show, Cheerleader Madness 7 I don't know was what like, the show's called. I bus broke down. What are we ever going to no, do? No, 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 that's something different. But uh, uh, my this, name's Tommy. I got your bus running. <laughs> we don't have any money to pay you. I uh, got a couple ideas how we can maybe trade this out. And then starts a get it yeah they don't explore the the plot enough in those do they no because they don't develop the characters well they kind of do anyway the characters are developed no (laughs) anyway (laughs) wow oh god let me tell you a story okay you were talking about back in the day tlc was a good channel and all that good stuff uh you know i've said i don't know if i said it before on here i think i have but i grew up fairly poor you know i was raised by my grandparents um, we didn't get, we didn't have air conditioning in our house till I was like 12 or 13 years old, you know, mm-hmm. and that was one window unit in the living room. Yeah. 
you know, that was the I remember first. We we were kind of the same way at one at one point. And dude, go ahead. That window unit at the window was where the the AC unit in it blew directly onto the couch. Okay. And I slept on that. Like the minute we got that window unit, oh, yeah. I slept in the living room. And like, oh, I guys, people listening, you know, I can't even describe how awesome that was. I, I felt there was a few times where I remember feeling like. I am the king of the universe. Yeah. Like this. Mainly because the sound it makes. Does not get any better. Oh, yeah. I have to sleep I with love a fan. The sound. And yeah, yeah, that sound is amazing. Yeah. But I will never. I'm almost 40 years old. And to this day, <laughs> I can vividly remember just laying there and that ice cold air yeah. just blowing over me. And I was just like, yeah. oh, it yeah. was amazing. Just a few years ago, I went through a streak to where. Like, I wanted that again, like the window unit, even though we have central heat and air. But uh, I put a window unit in, in our bedroom, like, next to where I sleep. I've thought about doing that because I like to be cold when I sleep. I do, too. Yeah, where you just, like, want to use the covers yeah. and like, bundle up and stuff, and you breathe out, and it's, like, foggy. And stuff. Yeah. Instead, in my house, our bedroom is freaking huge. But for some reason, it has one vent in that whole room. Yeah. So you can walk out in the living room, and it and it feels it's noticeably like three degrees cooler. Yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. I, no, I want it opposite. I, the bedroom of all places needs to be cold. But where you I would put a fan in your living room, like blown. Oh yeah, blown it in there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But what where I was going with that uh, with the with the TLC thing? What you reminded me of? Um, soon as I graduated, you know, I started working full time, and I. After just a few months of working full time, I got direct TV mm-hmm. put in my bedroom. I had a TV in my room. And of course, my parents were old and they didn't give a crap about that. Yeah. Having it in their TV. So they were like, no, because I told them we can hook up to your TV, too. They were never interested. Yeah. In that. Um, so I'll They're never like f- why. Yeah. We don't need it. I'll never forget. It was like it was like the day before Christmas Eve and there was actually snow on the ground. But I was so excited because it may have been Dish Network then or something because this was 1998. So yeah. Whenever. Probably Prime Star or something. Oh, I think it was Prime Star. Yeah. That was one of the early ones. Yes. It Huge was. Huge disc. Dude. <laughs> and, and the guy came out and I remember looking out my bedroom window and watching him dig the hole to put the, you know, the pole for the dish and all yeah. that. And I was just so excited. Yeah. And that's another moment I'll never forget where he came in and he's like, okay, you're all done. Set up. We're going to do signal tests and all this. And he yeah. did it. When he left. I sat down on my bed and I turned it on and dude, they were like a hundred and something. I don't I remember yeah, like oh, yeah. so many channels. Yeah. And I, it was one, another one of those moments where I was like, it does not get any better than this. <laughs> I was just going through all these channels. You know how it is growing up. We oh, had, yeah. we had yeah. three channels, three or four yeah, channels. Oh, yeah. It was like two, five, eight and like 12. Yeah. You were very, so there was no channel surfing. Like you pretty much back in those days, you knew what was on. Yeah. You knew it was coming on. Like you actually set a schedule and you're like, I'm going to be home at this time to watch this show. But then it kind of changed things. It kind of led to where we are now to where you were just like, well, from seven to nine tonight, it's going to be my TV time. You know, you didn't say that. That's stupid. But yeah, you really, I'm going to go home and watch TV. And you didn't know what you're going to watch. <laughs> you were just like, I'm going to click. Yeah. I'm click, 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 click. Yeah. And, uh, Sometimes it's just like some hot girl on QVC you watch for about 10 minutes or there so, you, you know, and, but then you might, okay, well they're, they're not selling shoes anymore. They're selling couches. So I'll move on. That's funny. Go. I was about to say, those are nice slippers. Yeah, exactly. I'll so watch this for a little Yeah, bit. exactly. So, uh, yeah, that kind of changed. And now 
um, the on-demand thing like Netflix. I mean, that's yeah, that's us. Same boat. Yeah. That's all we have. So, but I will say, if you want it, if you want like throwback, there's a channel, and you can get it on your phone, and you can cast it to your TV. Uh, it, you can do it on Roku. Or you probably do it on like uh, the the Wii or whatever. But it's called Pluto Pluto TV. Have you heard of that? No. It's pretty cool. What What's cool about that is. When you launch it, it looks like the old satellite guide. Oh, wicked. I That's mean, it cool. just looks like, a, well, not the old satellite, but the new satellite guide. So you got all these channels and like ones. The channels are real unique too. They're not like Dish Network channels. Like one TV, one channel's like Fail TV. It's just like Fail videos. Over no over. way. There's an Unsolved Mysteries channel. All Unsolved Mysteries all the time. There's, there's a Mystery Science Theater there's another one that's like Holy not the Mystery crap. Science Theater, the Rift Tracks. Oh, yeah, the newer uh, one, yeah. And just a whole bunch of random channels. And, you know, and now the only bad thing is the commercial will cut in like where it shouldn't. So it's like you're watching the show like mid-sentence of the commercial because <laughs> they don't have the commercials synced up. Right. Because it's just some guys that made this and they put all this content. I mean, it's a big deal now. I mean, they've, I mean, um, it's actually kind of a conglomerate network thing um, but it's pretty cool just on your phone you might like it when yeah it's bored or whatever it well man whatever. there is something to be said about channel surfing and i've said this on and other you could do that on pluto yeah um but we also have we have dish i'm sorry not dish we have netflix yeah and then we have just a uh an antenna yeah and it actually we actually get about 40 something channels oh yeah yeah and so we have the same deal almost daily at least one i mean i don't watch much tv but almost daily I will sit down and just kind of flick through channels. Yeah. Now, having said that we have like over 40 channels, a good four or five of them are shopping network channels. There's a good probably four or five Jesus channels. Yeah. There's a good four or five uh, Spanish channels Mm -hmm. that I sometimes watch. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, (laughs) I'm learning the language. Yeah. (laughs) But I don't know what she's saying, but... mm. It's a good show. Soap no. operas are cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway, uh, but yeah, there's something to be said about just channel surfing. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, kind of throwback. It's like a lost art. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sticking around through our break and our, yeah. our talk that has nothing to do with this. That's right. But so let, let's go back to. So when, when we left off, Tarara was uh, back under the care of doctors and, you know, he was not on the French lines anymore. And now these doctors, instead of just seeing like, you know, what all can he eat? You know, or be more like, what all can he eat? <laughs> they just wanted to try to cure him. So they, this doctor started out with tobacco pills, laudanum, wine vinegar, and various diets, but nothing worked. Tarara would sneak out nightly to raid surrounding trash heaps, fighting stray dogs for street scraps. Even inside the hospital, he was caught drinking blood from medical procedures and even reportedly dined on bodies in the morgue. Again, where, how much of this is 100% true? Yeah. And how much of this has been inflated over the years? Just well, to there, make- do, there is something that kind of makes sense. So you're, you've done some really crazy things. You've eaten some crazy things. And something chemically in your body is not right. Like yeah. in your brain, what, what causes cravings, you know, and you know, it's not your typical brain of the day. You know, you're not, you know, where, where most other people, the, the Pringles gene would be where it, may, it would make you want Pringles. <laughs> His is like a crow eyeball or something, you know? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, he's chemically imbalanced somehow. 
Well, and that's what uh, actually what I'm doing right now. And actually, I, I actually didn't get a chance to uh, to to study this and make some notes on this. But I found in when I was uh, doing this research for Tarara, um, some theories about what could have been wrong with him, like thyroid problems uh, and different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna type in. I would say whatever it is, it's probably caused by his just throwing caution to the wind and eating anything. I'm sure he's like poisoned basically. Yeah. He's poisoned himself and it did permanent damage. That's, that's my hypothesis. Well, I'm looking at attempted cures, which I already knew of. Um, I was, I was going to try to find, uh, you know, some theories, which I know I saw some somewhere. I'll find them even if we have to pause and, yeah. and find them. Yeah. But sure. uh, we'll do that after. Okay. 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 I got a little bit more on him. Okay. Go. Um, the last straw was when a 14... Now, this is the toddler thing that I told you would make sense later. Okay. The last straw was when a 14-month-old baby was discovered missing from the hospital. It has never been proven, but it was immediately thought that Tarara had eaten the child. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> he was literally chased out of town by an angry mob. Really? This. Yeah. It's like old Frankenstein type yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, very much like that. Yeah. Just imagining his physical appearance and stuff, very much like that. Yeah, that's crazy. So after this, Tarar basically fell off the map for about four years. Then in uh, 1798, Dr. Percy received notice that there was a patient at Versailles Hospital who was requesting to see him. To his astonishment, it was Tarara, now bedridden and weak and suffering from advanced tuberculosis. <clears throat> Tarara... <coughs> Sorry, man. Tara falsely believed a fork he had swallowed a couple years earlier had lodged inside him and was causing his illness. So it says, he is just a fork that is lodged inside my intestine. We need to get it out. That'll be just fine. (laughs) It's a fork. Who like who does that? Like if you get a stomach ache, you're immediately like, yeah, I bet it was that thesaurus I ate probably a couple years ago. <laughs> I never passed it. I don't think I did. I think I remember passing a thesaurus. Yeah. But he was just like, oh, I bet it's a fork. Yeah, it probably. Yeah. It was a good fork, too. Like, I want it back. It was a really, it was a fine fork. Sterling silver. Well, I mean, it could, <laughs> it, it couldn't be the cat bowels, you know, probably, <laughs> or, or, you know, anything like that. Um, which, you know, there's a reason why when you, you know, shoot a deer or something, like, you take all that out of it because that's like the part that you can't eat and it will taint the meat. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just eating all kinds of random stuff. Yeah. And it's like ever since, like, after he ate that cat, he was just he was just <laughs> shit in a box. That's all he would do. It was weird. That's all he would want to do. It's the only place he'd go to the bathroom. That reminds me of an old Robin Williams joke. <clears throat> well, it wasn't old. It was not too long before he passed away, but he yeah. had had a, a a heart valve replacement or something, and they uh, used a bovine valve. Oh, uh, that, yeah. And he was I'm, like, oh, the cool thing about that is now I can shit standing up. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> Rest in peace, Robin yeah, Williams. I, lo- I love him. That was a great. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, we watched. I already told you. RV. I, yeah. Ivan called me the other night, and I was laughing as I answered the phone. He's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "We're watching RV with Robin Williams." Yeah, it's great. It's just one of those movies. It's so freaking ridiculous. Yeah, and we had a conversation about um, there are people that you would you'd see at the store, and and I'm not going to say there in my life there's very many people. I can only think of like two where I instantly turn into like a spy that I can't, I can't be seen, you know, (laughs) the Gornickies. Yeah. Talk about that family. Yeah. I'm saying it's like, it's like, I can't be seen. You know, it's like you, you hide behind things. It's like, 
oh, okay, they're going that way. I'm going to go this way. Maybe I can check out Nick. You know, I sound like a really bad person for saying that, but hopefully what I'm hoping is uh, someone listening out there is like, oh, yeah, I've been there. And it's, you know, I want the best for them. Have a great life, but I don't want to Have a great life over there. Yeah, over there. Have a great life over there. I bet everybody has that. A person oh, or two yeah. like that. Yeah. Have you ever done this? I've done this several times. And not only <clears throat> just to, to just someone that I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. But like if you're walking into a grocery store and like there's a little booth set up out front where someone's like, ah, donate for whatever, whatever. Or they Girl want, Scouts. You know, yeah, something like that. No, I usually buy the Girl Scout cookies. Okay. Um, there's a thing around here and this, God, I don't even want to say this now. It's going to make me sound like a total asshole. They're selling those crosses. Yes, that the yeah. girls, it's like it's like a place for women uh, to recover from drugs and stuff, but they make things as well, and then they sell them to help yeah. like, fund. And in my defense, I've bought like four or five of the damn things okay. in the past, Okay, um, but they're pretty expensive. That makes one of us. I uh, really dude. I have, I don't know. You know, like uh, you think you're so good. Uh, Goody two shoes over they, here buying they, the crosses. They just used to get, be a girl like, you know, I'm trying. What to, he doesn't I'm tell you to... is that he's burned a few of those crosses as soon as he gets home. <laughs> so what do you think of him now? Wait, like racist type thing? No, no. Oh, okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I put on my white hood like, whoa, <laughs> hey. Here's hey, why I'm buying it. Easy. Didn't I tell you to wash your hands after a cross burning? No. <laughs> but it eventually got to where I was like, man, I've given you people like 120 bucks. You know, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. So I'll pull, I'll, I'll grab my phone and you got to put it, the ringer on silent because mm-hmm. you can't be on it and it rings. Right. Sure. But I'll grab my oh, phone. that would be terrible. Silent. Yeah. And I'll put it I'll up in my ear. I'll walk by and I'm like, you know, oh yeah, me too. Ha 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 ha. Go, oh, yeah, see you then. And then, you know, I'm on the phone, obviously, so you can't talk to me. So. <laughs> you do it just Super like believable. <laughs> I'm just talking on the phone, that's all. Yes? How, how are you? It's like, it's like you see in an old movie, you don't give the person talk time. Hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah, dad's, you know, you just like. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, did that happen today? That was really cool. Very interesting. I've seen that on, like, they'll pick up the phone and they'll go like this. Hello? Oh, my God, Casey's at the funeral home. He's been in a car wreck. And it's like, no, they didn't have enough time <laughs> yeah, to tell did you well, that. much better. But, yeah, you're right. They yeah. didn't have time to tell you that. Have talk time. Just imagine the person's responding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, hey, now, what I'd say if you're making a movie now, call someone and talk to them, really. That way the yeah. talk time's already there. It's accurate. Yeah, that's right. Man, I mean, what's on. that cost you? We don't pay for minutes anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Dude, it used to be insane. That's another thing back in the day, not quite as far as 1998. But, man, when cell phones started out, the the agreement was like the Bible. It was like that thick. Yeah. And there was all these. I remember like our phone bill was supposed to be whatever, whatever, but it was always $200 more. <clears throat> and I'd call and be like, what the hell's going on? And Oh, well. Oh, dude. Oh, look at this. This was Christmas minutes, and you, it wasn't Christmas Day. Are you Jewish? Because you had Hanukkah minutes, but yeah, you went they, over. They oh, used to do that with you the went, minutes. You went to 9 o'clock, and it was 9.05, and it's just all these freaking little red tape bullcrap things. And Yeah, it oh, was crazy. It was insane. Yeah. So no, That's my rant on that. Yeah. But I, they used to just boil my ass. <laughs> I'm like, it should not cost $300 a month just to call my friend. You well, know? I mean, the cell phone companies still make me mad. I mean, what you pay for that. It's it's ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, it always. <clears throat> That's why cable companies. You know, I'm glad that we're not with one of those anymore because that was ridiculous as well. But uh, cell phones, you, uh, I don't know. It's a necessarily evil, necessary evil, I guess. 
I guess so. Maybe not so necessary, but yeah. Okay, let's keep going on this. So, yeah, Tarar, you know, he's gone for four years. He pops back up in the hospital, wants to see Dr. Percy again. Um, You know, he thought the fork that he swallowed. (laughs) Yeah. That's plausible. That's plausible. One uh, of the times it's getting me. I know it is. <laughs> but he, he declined quickly after this, uh, started suffering from exutative ex- ex- diarrhea, which I'm not 100%. I looked what, I looked up what it was, and I guess it's just like really severe. Just oh, yeah. ass blasting diarrhea. Yeah. Just the valve's on. It ain't, you ain't <laughs> shutting it off. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Uh, he was dead within a month. Okay, so I he just he shat himself to death. I guess. So we I'm don't sure. know. We don't know if the baby thing was true, but I doubt it. Yeah, I think that's just you know the, the just something else to attribute to the boogeyman image or whatever. I don't yeah. know, or maybe it was. I, I don't, don't know. <clears throat> that that's something that I I don't know. I mean, yeah, probably not. But hey, you never know. Hey, I bet a few months ago. When we were on vacation, remember when I got super sick? Mm-hmm. Whatever that ex- executive diarrhea is, I think that's what I had. Maybe, yeah, executive diarrhea. I don't no. know, ex- executive. <laughs> I don't it know. Could have been, yeah, just yeah, dude. I was by the end of the three days, I was like, I should look like a deflated balloon. <laughs> where, it's like, where is it coming from, dude? I lost like thirteen, yeah. twelve or thirteen pounds in yeah. a few days. It was scary. Like, well, I, thought I, was gonna I mean, die. hey, there are. Uh, I mean, muscle mass does break down and. All that goes into your stomach, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that, that you probably did. You probably crapped out some of your <laughs> muscle mass. <laughs> I used to be real buff, but I got sick once. Yeah, that's what happened. Sure. There's a story. Okay. There's a there's a story associated with that that I won't. You know the story. I won't tell it on here. <laughs> I think I know. The first thing my wife said was, "Do not talk about this on your podcast." <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. I won't. Okay. Don't. There do, Don't. There, there do have to be lines drawn there somewhere. Do. Yep. That's so, all the one we have. <laughs> at the autopsy, Terrera's uh, gullet was found to be abnormally wide, and his body was found to be filled with pus. His liver and gallbladder were abnormally large, and his stomach was enormous and covered in ulcers, filling most of his abdominal cavity. No fork was found. See, I was, was wanting there. To, I was wanting there to be a fork. Yeah, that's the big, the big. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Reveal at the end. <laughs> Instead, they found a spoon. What? <laughs> oh, see, it was totally off. <laughs> Let's see what fork is in in uh, French. Oh, for shit! You kiss your mother with that mouth, <laughs> computer French lady. <laughs> Oh man! No, but don't don't stop yet. Or if you want to pause it, because I, I want to try to find that article that I was uh, that I was reading that had a few um, theories about what may have been wrong with Terraro. Who I found I found an excerpt of the uh, from the uh, autopsy of okay. Terraro. All right. Are you How ready? Do you spell his name, by the way. T a r r a r e. The entrails were putrefied. Confounded together, and their mouth then pus. The livia was excessively large, void of consistent and putrescent state. The gallbladder was of considerable magnitude. The stomach, in a lax state, having ulcerated patches dispersing about it, covered almost the whole abdominal region. So that's pretty gross. <laughs> I would say so. And on the scale of gross, that would be right up there. I was actually looking to see if. 
it inspired some mini, some pop pop culture. Okay, I almost said that in a with a French tone myself. It said perhaps they could have learned more about Tarar's strange condition, but the stench became so overpowering that they gave up. The doctor stopped the autopsy midway through, unable to bear a second more of his stench. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I just saw the gallbladder thing on here. So, uh, yeah. So I'm not seeing where there's like any like Hollywood monsters, um, you know, like, like based universal. on Tarara? Yeah. Of course, a lot of the universal things were, uh, you know, like Dracula's Bram Stoker. And that was, that was well, I think that was like 1400s or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not seeing where it's like, you know, you would think this would be a good, uh, like you could pick from it and you could create some, some kind of scary creature. But, uh, I'm kind of surprised that it wasn't because yeah, yeah just, yeah. just from the description of him. Yeah, it it wrote itself like you wouldn't even have to change anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. No, nope. I don't see anything like that. So, hey, there it is. If you're if if you're a struggling screenplay writer, you know, screenwriter, you write a write something based on this. Yeah. So right here it says the cause of Tarara's extreme gluttony has never been diagnosed. According to Bondison, whoever that is, no case resembling Tarara has been published in modern medicine. And while the reports of his eating habits uh, beggar belief, they were recorded by some of the foremost medical authorities of his time and well known among the Parisians who delighted in his macabre displays. Percy wrote in a memoir, let a person imagine all that domestic and wild animals the most filthy and ravenous are capable of devouring, capable of devouring, and they may from form some idea of the appetite of Tarar. Yeah. So that's super frustrating, though. I still haven't found. Uh, there was a particular uh, theory that was put forward that I thought was actually pretty good as to what could have been wrong with him, and it differs from what I just read because it said there was a couple of other cases. Um. There was a couple of other cases in history that were similar. And it had to do with something about the wispy hair and the skin, the loose skin. And the, oh, yeah. Yeah, there were there were some other things that were like, this may have. Okay, I found it. I found it. I found it. Are you ready? Yes. Um, I don't want to get boring with this. Okay, it can be broken down by category. He didn't suffer from psychosis, so he was completely aware and cognitive, but that doesn't rule out hyperactivity of hormones and dysfunction of components of the brain. His sensor that would let him know that he was full was damaged. If he underwent a brain study, he would have probably been identified as having had an enlarged hypothalamus. The, the hypothalamus regulates the body's temperature and is responsible for causing the sensation of hunger. Given Tarar was constantly overheated and in dire search of food, it's a perfect fit. Uh, Dr. Moore also suggests a possible case of PICA, 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 which causes the eating of non-edible objects. As for why Tarara never weighed more than 100, I'm sorry, 100 pounds, Dr. Moore theorizes based on his habitually eating raw meat, he most likely had a parasite as well. Oh, yeah. I didn't Tape think about Okay. The something fact, like that. I didn't think about that. The fact that he was of normal size means something else is being nourished, and the fact that he was constantly hungry leads towards him feeding a secondary organism, a parasite like a hookworm or roundworm, perhaps. Yeah. There exists other equally plausible theories as well. Uh, hyperthyroidism, that's the one that I had heard about, which can cause an excessive appetite and sweating as well as fine hair. 
There's something else called Prater-Willi syndrome, a condition which causes constant hunger even for non-edible items, extreme iron deficiency which causes cravings for the same, and a damaged amygdala is also a possibility as it can cause polyphagia, the medical term for extreme overeating. Wow. So, okay. And he could have had multiple. Yeah. Yeah, multiple things. Um, Interestingly, I'm still reading here, a case similar, albeit less extreme, to Tarar's was reported at the exact same time. Wow. And in the exact same area, that of Charles Domery, which may point to a common environmental cause, given that all of this occurred currently with the French Revolution, concurrently, sorry, which was built on a foundation of famine, a shared nutritional deficiency may be at fault. Anyway, I'll stop reading. But yeah, yeah that that was some pretty, some kind uh, of or some kind of environmental like mercury yeah. poisoning or lead or you know I mean I I don't not those particular things but you know something like that. It is weird that a case really similar to hit to his in the same area at the same time. Yeah, and that's super weird. Maybe they were related and it was genetic. I don't know. That's kind of. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I found that. Um, yeah. I wanted to add that at the end because I didn't just want to be like, he was really weird, wasn't he? Yeah, and, but he did have to eat live things. Come on, man. Yeah, I think that all started with the exhibitionism. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. like. Yeah. But yeah, that's, dude, come on, man. Yeah, what are you exhibiting that you're a big jerk? You're a big jerk? Yep. Anyway, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't think you probably eat the baby. Probably I didn't. Okay, here's what I think. I think he ate. Mm, abnormally large amounts. I think there's a lot of exaggeration throughout the story. Sure. I don't think he ate 30 pounds of bull lungs and liver at once. Yeah. I really don't. I don't think he ate a baby. It's the big fish story. Yeah. You know, you tell it multiple times that fish gets a lot bigger. You know? I don't even yeah. think that he like bit a bit of cat's intestines out, bled it out and then ate. I just, I don't know. I think he was able to probably eat a lot and hold a lot. And I mean, there's competitive eaters today that can eat. Yeah. Insane amounts. Yeah. Like um, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. That's crazy. Oh, that, that's Dip the thing. them in the water. Oh, yeah. They oh, do it dude. every year at New Year's, New Year's Day, I think. Dipping it in the water is New Year's so Day. gross. I get, the, I get the logistics of it, but that's so gross. Like the yeah. hot dog bun in the yeah, water, that's yeah. so gross, man. Yeah. I guess it helps it go down. I don't know. That's disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Yep. Just a dab full of water helps the <laughs> wiener go down. Yeah. That's, anyway. That's a hit. Sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so episode 43. Yep. <laughs> um, sorry. I'm, look, I'd like to apologize to the entire country of France. I'm just a dumbass American dude, and I don't know anything about your country. Um, so, you know, disregard any of the stupid things I said. Uh, I, uh, yeah. What was that again, Pooh? Yeah. I'm I'm mainly just full of mouth. <laughs> so don't take anything I said seriously. It's okay. No French in the in the analytics, I don't think. Yeah, there won't be now. No. Ever. I'll look and it'll say negative four. <laughs> we we have negative amount of subscribers. That's crazy. Yeah. We yeah. lost that many. But. Yeah. So yeah, man, Tarara, episode forty three. Yep. Thank you guys and gals right. for listening again. We appreciate Talk to it. you guys next time. See you.